Today on The Good Word, we're a little worried about people who won't wait for the end of the story. Imagine this. You're telling Little Red Riding Hood as a bedtime story to a child who has never heard the story before. You've just gotten to the part where the wolf has run ahead of Little Red to Grandma's house and eats Grandma. Okay, says the sleepy child. Thanks for the story. See you in the morning. But wait, you say. The story isn't finished. We haven't even gotten to the good part. But the child has drifted off and is slumbering away. But that's not how it ends, you think. But too late. They are off to dreamland. Seriously, who would stop halfway through Red Riding Hood? Or for that matter, who'd stop the three little pigs after the wolf has blown down the second house or stop when Pinocchio has just been swallowed by the whale? And yet we often look at our own stories at some point, like right now, and decide we failed as a parent or that we'll never get things right. But wait, heaven must be saying, the story isn't finished yet. This isn't how it ends. In the Book of Mormon, there's a whole generation of children who decide to stop halfway through the story and a whole generation of their parents who could easily have despaired, thinking this was the end of their story. Here's what it says in Mosiah chapter 26. Now it came to pass that there were many of the rising generation that could not understand the words of King Benjamin. Being little children at the time he spake unto his people, and they did not believe the tradition of their fathers. They did not believe what had been said concerning the resurrection of the dead, neither did they believe concerning the coming of Christ. And now, because of their unbelief, they could not understand the word of God, and their hearts were hardened, and they would not be baptized, neither would they join the church, and they were a separate people as to their faith, for they would not call upon the Lord their God. This was very discouraging to the believing parents of this new generation and to their prophet leader, Alma, who went to the Lord asking for direction. One of Alma's own sons, known as Alma the Younger, was among those refusing to believe, and in fact, he was going from place to place with others, drawing people away from belief in God. God tells Alma the Elder that he is blessed for his belief and for establishing the church, and then he's told, Thou art my servant, and I covenant with thee that thou shalt have eternal life, and thou shalt serve me, and go forth in my name, and shalt gather together my sheep. And how should Alma gather together the Lord's sheep, especially those who had wandered afar, and even Alma's own son who had wandered? Alma knows it's not the end of the story, and he places his faith in God, and since it's not the end of the story, he doesn't give up on his son. We find out later that he spends time fasting and praying that the Lord will reach out to his child. It's not instant, and it's not an easy process, but we do learn in later chapters that God has never forgotten Alma the Younger and his wandering friends. Whatever is happening right now in our lives, especially if we're at the part of the story where it feels like hope has been swallowed up by the enemy of our souls, just like the wolf swallows grandma in Little Red Riding Hood. We can remember that the story is not over yet, and we can turn the next page and live into the next chapters of our lives and find that God has not forgotten us or our loved ones either. God knows us and those we love even better than we know ourselves, and He has a way of leading us along even the most winding trails in ways that still, eventually, lead back to Him. And that's the good word. 